everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm speaking with John Calancini of Art in the Resistance. The band has just put out a fantastic new track called The Funk, and I am super excited to talk to him all about it. John, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. What part of the world are you in? What's going on? <laughs> I am in the Central Valley portion of California. Um, it nice. just rained. I'm enjoying the sunshine right now. It's a, it's a good day. We're enjoying a nice cold day in Los Angeles. We're not too far from each other, so <laughs> not at all. The weather is shifting, but I did not bring you on here to talk about the weather. Talk, okay. <laughs> I brought you on to talk about all the this fantastic song you've got here. Uh, I just want to let you know as we begin, the song rocks from start to finish. There's so many cool little twists and turns and changes, and I want to hear all about it, but. I really want to sort of kick things off by talking about the message of the song. What is it all about? Well, that's that's a uh, that's a tough one because it's really about being yourself in the face of in the face of expectations. We um as a band, we met with an A and R representative at one point who told us that we have everything in the makings for being on his label. I'm not going to name any names. Sure. Or um yeah. But he said we had everything uh, in line to make it onto that label, except we didn't have an established box. And so that was kind of the fuel that um, got us to write this song. And that's why you hear so many different genres in this song is because like, here's a box for you. Here's another box. What kind of box do you want? What do you mean by box? You mean like a specific sound, like they couldn't market you in a certain way? Exactly. Yeah, they want something prepackaged that they can say, hey, audience, this is this sound. This is exactly what this is. Here you go. As opposed to, I guess, more mm, creative, um, experimental, you know, a uh, kind of stream of music since. Interesting. I fully disagree with that statement. I think what you guys have going on is awesome. And the fact that artists across the entirety of music are making music that isn't just rock or R&B or acoustic singer songwriter stuff. Everyone's putting a little bit of everything into the music these days. So I don't understand that, but I'm not him. So <laughs> it is okay. You know, we've moved on from that and we, uh, we, we talked about it as a band. It's like, should we have a box that we put ourselves into? Should we have clear cut lines that define our sound? And every single one of us said, no, we, we are enjoying what we're doing. And at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. Sure. I actually wanted to save this for a little later in the conversation, but since we're talking about it right now, let's just get into it. Let's do it. This song specifically, like you said, has so much different genre influence. Mm -hmm. There's obvious funk and there's obvious rock, but it even gets pretty heavy at times, like mm -hmm. on the vocals, which is super unexpected, but also extremely welcomed. If you had to sort of put a label on the music that you're making, or at least on this song, what would you call it for someone that hasn't listened to you before? You know, I love that question because it's something, another thing we've been kind of talking about lately, what are we? And we <laughs> call ourselves, right. we call ourselves poly rock. Okay. Yeah. So, I've heard that before. Sure. Yeah. We call ourselves poly rock. It's kind of like, you know, how you know, the band Korn, I'm sure you've heard of them. Of course. They, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're metal, but they have a hip hop influence right. and kind of a rap. And yeah, um, we have at our core hard rock. And uh, I guess you could say a little bit of metal at our core at the very foundation. And then from there, we go into kind of whatever territory moves us. So I, for example, 
am a, I'm a classical musician for, I've, I've been playing classical piano for 25 years. Wow. Um, I bring that to the table. I've played in the Latin band as well. So I'm very familiar with different Latin genres. Um, our singer, Art, he is a first generation American who, um, he's the first person in his family born in America. Everyone else prior to him was born in Mexico. So he also brings a lot of that Latin influence. He and his brother are both in the band. And then our drummer comes from more of a progressive kind of background. So <laughs> instead of all, all this trying to do one thing, it's like kind of this gumbo of sound. Totally. Total melting pot of a little bit of everything, which I mm -hmm. enjoy the most. I think obviously there is a fine line of too much. And mm -hmm. you listen to a song and it'd be like, okay, well, they're going in a thousand different directions. But at the same time, there's a definite cohesion going on, at least in this song, that is like, these guys know what they're doing. The song is awesome. I could listen to it all day because it, it's not over jumbled in a way. I don't even know how to put it, but it's just, it's really great. Let me just say that plain and simple. We've had, we've had some learning uh, to do as far as tastefulness, because it's really easy to go on this epic journey of how many genres can we put into one three minute span? Sure. And we've kind of matured from that. We've cooled things down. That's not the point anymore. The point is to have kind of a seamless flow of ideas. Exactly. Exactly. And so obviously you are, you know, you're not the entire band. You just mentioned a bunch of the guys. I'd love for you to sort of shout out who else is in the band and who does what, because everyone seems to be pretty amazing at their craft. Oh, absolutely. Our fearless leader, Art Machuca, he is the singer. He is the singer. Uh, he plays guitar. He is very much an ideas man. Um, his brother Gilbert plays bass and he has been really starting to experiment with pedals and effects and things. All of us, Jeremy Bridgman, the drummer himself included, step outside of their comfort zone and try new things. And we, we always try to grow and don't want to remain stagnant. So we've got Art, Gilbert and Jeremy. Those are the other three full-time members. And we have a rotating cycle of lead guitarists. Really? Just like anyone mm -hmm. that wants to hop on or what? Yeah. So here in my hometown, we have um, we have gone through, I think, a few guitarists. And then we've done the same thing in Los Angeles. We've gone through guitarists, played with different guitarists. And something that's really difficult to pin down, especially as you've been established as a band for you know years, is a musician who's willing to be a part of the band and not... Um, it's really hard to find people that don't that don't want to be hired guns. They don't want to come in and not have a guaranteed payout at the end of the night. Right. So we do that. We, we kind of work within that. Yeah, we'll pay you for the night. And then the rest of us consider ourselves the, the core group. That seems pretty reasonable. It may be a little unfortunate, have it not unfortunate, but difficult to find others to fill in those spots. But is the actual recording like guitarists the same throughout like the official tracks that come out we've had i think four different guitarists on different tracks so on the funk on the on the track that you listen to and that we're talking about we have my good friend from my college days ivan Kinda. who is playing guitar on that and he is a masterful guitarist he's one of the best guitarists i've ever had the pleasure of working with or knowing and so he and i get along great he gets along great with everyone in the band um, he is not at a point where he can commit himself to the band, though. He is a businessman, and he is very successful at what he does. So we just we we um we cross paths, go do our separate thing, come back together when we're able. 
It's reasonable. Lisa got him for this song. He shreds. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about the production and sort of the behind the scenes of how these songs come together. So it's you, basically four guys as the core of the group, but how do the songs get put together? Are you going into a studio? Do one of you take care of the production? How does it really work? Well, okay. As far as the production of it, one of us will come up with the core idea of the song for mm -hmm. the most part. Um, for the funk, I wrote just kind of this little garage band loop a couple of years ago. Yeah. And then over time, we, we just kind of experimented with it and, and built upon it. And a lot of the development actually, as you mentioned, did take place in the studio. But one person brings an idea to the table. We build upon it and we, we uh, ran into a few roadblocks in actually writing the song. We weren't sure how to end it. We weren't sure after we got to um, the end of the kind of funky section. Sure, sure. We, we had many a moment where we were wondering, okay, what now? Well, this jazz bass line, um, that, that walking bass line that you hear in the jazz section, um, we threw that in there. We, we went with that. Then we weren't sure what to do to wrap the song up because that sounded very much like a uh, sudden ending to just end with the jazz part. So we kept that walking bass going, but turned it into more of a metal feel. Um, that yeah. all took place over the course of a few months. It took a few months really? for us to figure that out. Yeah, because we tried dozens of different things and none of them felt right i mean it's great that you didn't rush it because it sounds mm -hmm. almost effortless but now hear how much of a pain in the ass it was to get it finished it's like good for you, you for figuring it out you've got to be patient when um when, when you're trying new things and you're and you're constantly stepping out of your comfort zone to to see what lies beyond the horizon so to speak you have to be patient because you know the right idea might not be apparent right away that is true. That is true. Um, and so because you guys have so many different genre influences, because there are so many sounds different, you know, going on, I can only assume everyone has their own musical inspirations in the band. But I want to know what was the real like genesis of the band starting? How did you guys get together? And is there a story behind that? Yeah, it was actually for a veterans benefit concert. And that's cool. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anybody in the band prior to the, I want to say, month of rehearsals leading up to this concert, a mutual friend of mine and arts contacted me. I'd actually sworn off bands at this point. <laughs> I played in a few bands prior to this. And every time I was like, oh my goodness, working with these people, man, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Yeah. And so I had sworn off bands. I was just focused on my own musical development. And a mutual friend of mine and arts contacted me and asked me if I'd like to sit in for a show told me the uh, circumstances it would be at the local like a uh, fox theater we would be playing with this band no uh this band called edema and so okay sure you know what this sounds like it could be fun or it could not but let's see what happens um some of my some of my uh, great mentors through life have always just told me say yes say yes it's a and big part so, of life right there mm -hmm. i said yes in this occasion so i go in meet the guys uh, something about Art's voice, I've never really paid attention to singers all that much throughout most of my life. Mm -hmm. There have been a handful of noticeable exceptions. There was Freddie Mercury. Sure. And the only other person that I could think of was Art, whose voice caught really? me right away. I've always that was a massive compliment. <laughs> I've always been focused on the music. In all sure. honesty, I've always heard, okay, chord progression, that's awesome. These tones of these instruments, very cool. Hey, hey, look, uh, synthesizer, awesome. That's right up my alley. 
But in this case, Art's voice ca uh, captured me right away, and there was something about it. So I, I kept listening. I got more and more excited to start playing with them. We meshed really well together, and we all decided that we're going to keep this going. And so within two years, I think we played five songs for that concert, and within two years, we came out with our first album. So it, it worked out really nicely. That's really cool, man. It, it's funny. I, I think what differentiates so, like a good vocalist from a great vocalist is when the vocalist turns their voice into another instrument. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Instead of just kind of like boringly communicating lyrics to the listener with no love in it or no passion, they can sort of change up their voice to where it's just like another instrument in the mix and it doesn't really matter so much what they're saying but how they're saying it mm -hmm. and i noticed that as well so the fact that you're putting him in the conversation of the greatest vocalist i could totally see that because something special going on there i mean definitely for me i mean i want to I, I try to look at it from a and in, in this case music is very subjective oh, and yeah. And so, yeah, he's an amazing vocalist from an objective perspective. But as far as from my point of view, he definitely stands out among vocalists, even some of those vocalists that have really made it to the uh, the next level in their popularity. Totally. Uh, now, are you guys playing shows? We are. As a matter of fact, we played a show this past Friday. Right now, Congrats. we are doing... Thank you. It was it was yeah. really nice, especially after that, you know, that forced hiatus that came over us. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so we've got a few shows uh, in our in our recent past, and we have a few shows coming up too. Very cool. Well, feel free to shout them out. I'd love to hear where you're playing and what does the show even look like for you guys? Is it all originals? Or you throw any covers in there? You know, we mostly stick to originals. We oh, that's have. Awesome. I think we do. We do we do one cover at almost every show and it's been actually it kind of took off on YouTube a little bit. I think it has most of our videos have a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand views, but awesome. this one has about forty thousand at this moment, oh, I believe. Sure. It okay. A, it was a cover of Chris Isaac's Wicked Game. And you know what? that is one of the best ways to really get your name out there because people are searching for their the original, they find you, they like your sound, they listen to your mm -hmm. music. That's a way to it's, do it. It's worked out quite nicely for us. Yeah. Uh, we do, we do a couple of, I believe we do two different Latin covers. The one that we've been playing with recently is called Lobo Hombre in Paris, uh, Wolfman in Paris. Okay, cool. And so we've been having fun with that. We were gonna record it for Halloween this year, but that didn't end up working out. So <laughs> that would have been pretty good. Maybe next Halloween. Next Halloween for sure. <laughs> um, but no, mostly originals, and I mean. I've played in cover bands. They're great for what they are, but my, my passion lies in writing original music. Of course. Now, is there a song in the set that you look forward to playing the most out of everything you've got? Possibly the song that we play called Gusano. So we, uh, we were speaking about, you know, having kind of a, kind of a fluid stream of genres sure. uh, throughout, throughout a song. Well, Gusano is, are you familiar with a genre known as cumbia? Uh, I mean, I've heard of it. I don't think I can name any specific artists, but sure, it's a it's a Latin style. Sure. It's very um, it's very danceable. In fact, one of the things I love <laughs> That's about what I the song, assume. it's it's a uh, one of the things that I love about this song is when we play it. A lot of the time, people in the audience and they they'll get up. They might be sitting down, but they'll get up and start dancing to the song, which yeah. which is very rare 
to see in a lot of rock bands i've noticed a lot of people you know they oh, move yeah. around but, but they don't actually get up and dance and move to the music <laughs> right. like that yeah so it's a it's a it's a blend of cumbia ska and hard rock slash heavy metal that sounds amazing it's i gotta check that out one, yeah it's the one that i look forward to most that are sets i get a cool little uh, synthesizer part that i get to do in there that's very cumbia influenced so check that one out you might start dancing too I probably will. I mean, I love Latin inspired most things, so I can't imagine that I would dislike this. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> check it out. So, okay, we are crazily like almost at the end of this year, which is wild. Mm -hmm. Hypothetically speaking, what does the next year of the band's life look like in a perfect world? Well, without revealing too many details, I'm. Of course. Uh... Yeah, whatever you can say this next year we are going to be on a show that features a couple it's, it's a television show that features a couple of very well-known rock names um there is a reality no i can't say reality it's a band competition show okay. where only original bands are allowed to be on and they're only allowed to play original music and so think of it as a battle of the bands with the stakes being more than just, you know, being judged, but being judged by these these top well-known artists awesome. in the rock. Yeah, in the rock genre. So that will be coming out sometime in 2022. And where that's going to lead us to, I couldn't tell you. But I mean, I think something cool is going to come from that. I think you're probably right. I mean, just uh, just the presence of being on television, that's enough to get your name out there right there. And mm -hmm. I have a feeling that people are going to like your music. So that's uh, definitely a good thing as well. Now, obviously, I want to look towards the future a little bit. And I, I don't know what you can or can't say, but as far as future music for you guys, you're already experimenting quite a bit with your sound. Are you going to continue on that path of trying new things, or do you think that you've sort of found your sound going forward? That's, I think both. I think both is the answer. Here's what, yeah, here's yeah, what yeah. I mean. When, when we have, okay, so we found our sound in the sense that we are a polyrock band. Right. But, but, that can, but that can mean a lot of things. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm always, I actually, every day, I will listen to two new songs. And it'll just be two random songs. Maybe someone tells me to check this song out or maybe That's I get cool. on Spotify. And the reason I do this is because maybe I'll not like the songs or maybe I'll find something that really moves me. And in doing so, I have found a couple of artists that I would have never thought I would, uh, I would uh, actually really be a big fan of. Or maybe not the artists themselves, but the genre themselves. There's, yeah, this, yeah. there's this artist named Corey Henry. He has this band called The Funk Apostles. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah, an incredible pianist, yeah. incredible musician mm -hmm. in every way. He, uh, he makes some of his solos make me just like turn off my keyboard. I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. But right, you're like, this guy is incredible. Like, how could I even be a tenth as good as he is? No, no kidding, man. The only other artist that ever did that to me was Chick Korea back in, you know, back <laughs> sure, when I was sure. in college. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'll listen to, and I know the other guys do the same thing. Uh, listen to new music and okay what can i do with this how what what can i extract from this that means something to me as an artist and so we'll always be poly rock we found our sound there but what that includes is going to change over time 
Exactly. That's a great way of thinking about it. I'm actually really happy that you just brought that up because there are so many people that when they're making new music, they try to avoid listening to music as to not make what they're listening to. But I really enjoy that you're actively seeking out new music to get ideas and, and create your own thing. It sort of brings me to my next question, which is perfect is, you know, because we're a music blog and we're always trying to recommend what people should be listening to, are there any other even local musicians or bands that you've discovered from your little experiment that you'd like to shout out? I'd love to oh, hear what you're listening to. So local musicians, absolutely. There's this band that we've become really good friends with. They are awesome. They've, they've supported us. We've supported them. They're called Stone Shiver. Cool. And they're from Fresno. Like that name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're, um, they're kind of, they're, they're similar to us in that they, they kind of bounce around the whole genre thing. They're a rock band. They're a metal yeah. band. Um, the singer himself loves kind of this uh, Irish vocalizing style. I'm not a great singer, so I couldn't tell you more than that, but <laughs> I, can, I can hear it in my head. It's kind of got this Irish quaver to it. Whereas the bassist loves Gojira, this really, this really heavy yeah. metal band. Yeah. So they, they bring it all together like that. That's really cool. Um, I've mentioned Corey Henry and the Funk Apostles. I've been really liking them lately. I've been really liking that group. That is some uh, next level kind of talent right there yeah. in that group. Uh, what else? I would say if you haven't, I mean, this isn't really a band, but dive into Cumbia. Dive okay. into that. It is what's really interesting about it. It's actually a pretty simple style of music. It's harmonically not all that complex. The rhythm is pretty much the same from song to song, but the range of emotions and energy that you can get from Cumbia is fascinating to me. That is really cool. Now, are there any artists or any specific like Cumbia based, you know, genre artists that you'd recommend I check out to begin with? A really really good starting point they're a classic cumbia band they're called la sonora dinamita so sonora okay. like sonora dynamite but dinamita okay i'll go and, back uh, and check this out don't worry <laughs> they're uh they're, they're a really good classic cumbia band as far as modern cumbia um there is a i can't say they're super modern but there's this group called the cumbia kings that was big in the 90s and into the 2000s <laughs> That seems yeah. like the place to start just based off their names. <laughs> right. Um, but if you just go on whatever your preferred platform is and you yeah. just type in Cumbia playlist and just hit shuffle, you will uh, find a lot of things that you like. It's uh, actually, I, I've always thought that Cumbia is a, it's strangely enough, a cousin of rock and roll. I mean, everything's sort of based off of that over the last 50, 60, 70 years. So that's not a surprising mm -hmm. statement. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, John, I have one more question to ask you at this point. And before sure. I ask, I just I want to thank you so much again for your time. This has been a fantastic conversation. Oh, absolutely. It yeah, man. Great. So the question basically is uh, for the person that is going to discover you from this and for the person that is going to listen to your guys's music for the first time, what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them? An opening message to a person discovering us for the first time. Correct. Expect the unexpected. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I think that's a great way uh, to sort of explain your sound because just speaking on this song, it is unexpected. The song really does take you on a wild ride and I can't recommend it enough. It was, it was a 
blast to make. There were some high points and some low points of musicianship in it. And by that, I mean, what do I do next? That was always a humbling question. Yeah. What now? Is there an end to this? And if you stick with it, and this is a message, I guess a secondary message, stick with it. The, you will find the answer. I think that's pretty great as well. John, I want to thank you so much again for your time. I also want to put out the message. Art and the Resistance are making some seriously awesome music. Check out the funk, but also check out the rest of it. If they're coming to a city near you, if you're in Central California, don't miss the show. I can only imagine how great it is in a live setting. And uh, I wish you the best, man. I hope that we can speak again soon. I appreciate it, Austin. I hope so, too. You are very welcome. Have a great rest of your day and uh, take care. You too. All right. Bye-bye.